Hey, what's up, Meat Juicers? You already know who this is. I got my boy Michael back with me. What's up, guys? And uh, today we're going to talk about some stuff with Black Lives Matter and what's been going on with that and in the city. And I want to give a shout-out to my boy Dave Ladderback, who I call a.k.a. Warlord Dave. He can't be here right now. But uh, he said he would try to come in through the phone, but... I forgot to let him know we was recording right now. <laughs> so please forgive us, Dave. I know the next time we get on the show, he's going to give me a few choice words. But anyway, before the show starts, we're going to, I want to, I was talking to Mike, and Mike was telling me that um he was getting stopped by all these red lights, and he didn't know what was going on. I was like, I know what's going on, and I didn't tell him. I wanted to wait to tell him until, um, I got a, we, we started recording. So what happened was that I was on the way here and somebody blew their horn at me and I realized who it was and they waved and I waved them over and it was me and this individual. We had a, our few words back in the days, but he was so kind when um I pulled him over and stuff. And I mean, I pulled him over when I waved him over yeah. and um I told him like, look, man, I've been wanting to see you. Because I wanted to apologize to you. And I want you to be a witness to the person who I am now. He's like, I see it. I'm like, I just, it's just, it's just, and it's just so funny because he's the second person I had been, um, the second person to say that. One was this one lady. I ain't gonna get where I was at. <laughs> the lady pulled me out over the counter and said, You know the other worker here? I'm like, I, I see her because I, I go in there and get gas and stuff just to get gas. I say hi to people and, you know, said, she said, uh, I want you to know. I'm, now, hold on. I got to tell you this part first. I had my face mask on. Key. She's like, I want you to know that um, um my other co-worker said, you make her feel uncomfortable how you stare at her and stuff. I'm like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, I just say hi and stuff. I'm like, I'm, I don't know. I can go to church. You can talk to my pastor and all. So he's like, but I don't, I mean, I got a girl and everything. And like this ain't gonna look too bad good for me. <laughs> so she like, let me go get her and y'all can probably talk about it, right? So she pull her so she pull her out and she starts talking like, yeah, so and so, so and so, like like, oh uh, yeah, um, um, like and she starts saying certain things, she's like, Yeah, and, and and said like, you know, the drive you you know, I don't wanna get you in trouble. I know you drive for Runky. I like drive for Runky. I'm like, <laughs> I don't work for Runky <laughs> So I pull off my face mask and she's like this is not the person. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and be and and uh, the the other lady came out like, oh, I am so sorry, but I knew it was. I knew she couldn't have been right about you because I felt that I felt the essence of God from you. I was like, whoa! And then, what's this? Wow! This is like almost four days later. The other incident occurred when um I just. Pulled, um, pulled the gentleman over, and I yeah. apologize. I told him, "Look, I want to apologize for my for my, all my actions and my transgressions." There's times that I just felt like that what was that was was needed for him to hear, and that what was for um, me needed to give because um, sometimes my actions can be more vault. Uh, Viking like, <laughs> and and um, 
Yeah, I'd be in the wrong. At the end of the day, though, doesn't it, doesn't it feel good when, when someone forgives you? Yes, and yes, and he forgave, and he like he told me he even voted for me, and yes, I am running for city council, and yes, if you give me your address, I will bring the petition to you to sign, and yes, I will have hand sanitizers and, and a fresh <laughs> pen for you, a fresh pen for everybody who signs the petition. Okay, had to plug that in nice, real quick. Nice. Now, um. <laughs> We was talking, Mike, and um, you made a very good point, and I agree with him. So, not not putting Mike on blast, sure. But we really do feel like, um, oh yeah, if you don't know, I know you can't tell by his voice. Mike is my Caucasian brother. Oh, you can tell by my. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he he's now I might get the words kind of scrambled up, but please correct me. How it's important that each race talk to their own about what's going on because I'm going to start this off as I told Mike like I tell everybody down there at the march um, the whole Black Lives March thing is beautiful however within the black race we got to be able to say too hey we need what's all going on and everybody's seeing things that's been transpiring we needed this is our chance to even help ourselves internally so we need to start talking about the shootings because you can't have a march uh, you can have a march but it kind of like it kind of defeat the um what's the word I'm looking purpose. for the purpose yeah it kind of defeat the purpose if you're having a march about cops but yet you hearing on the news we up here shooting each other and still killing each other. Right. That's defeating the purpose. That's why they they gonna have like. That's why we need more cops because they're killing each other. Yeah. The, so the reason why we were talking about this is um, I made a Facebook post um, probably last week, two weeks ago, something like that, and, and I started it like white friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I got a, I got some some uh, messages like direct messages saying like how racist it is of me to say white friends like why am I why am I you know picking out white people to talk to and and I had to think about that okay why why did I do that you know I kind of it's just something I just kind of did but like I had to think about my own motives what what am I doing you know what I mean so the reason why I addressed it is as I come to this realization that as a white dude it's really difficult for me to speak into the black community because like there's like a cultural language that's different. You know what I mean? I get you. Like, I, like if I want to go, I can't just walk into Mexico and start speaking English to everybody and think everybody's going to hear me. You know? Right. Like that's a physical language. You know, and, and if you're from Mexico, you can't walk up to my house and start speaking Spanish and think I'm going to catch it all. Like, there's a physical language barrier. And sometimes we have, like, like cultural language. And, and, like, and we tend to, and it might be right, it might be wrong, Daydream, but, like, what we tend to do, we tend to listen to our own. And I, when I say it might be right, it might be wrong, it, it's wrong, right? No. But, this, but it's something that we do. No, because I'm going to say no. I'm going to agree with you. You're right, but it's not wrong. Because if it was wrong, then why would we have delegates? Yeah. You, you good see, point. Representatives. Yeah. Representing you and your community. So that's the thing that we were talking about is I think that white people aren't hearing black voices. And for whatever reason... That's just something that I'm seeing. Like the the, the most obvious thing for me, the, the example for that, is just the phrase "Black Lives Matter," because I'm hearing "All Lives Matter," "All Lives Matter," "All Lives Matter." It's like, do you people not understand, like, what this phrase means? What is being communicated? 
you are willfully deciding to not listen. Because like what, what Black Lives Matters, what Black Lives Matter, what, what, what it means is that people are crying out to say, look at this injustice. Look what's happening to us. And the white people are like, you ain't special. <laughs> you know? I, whoa. I want to go. I want to say I want to go that well, far. Well, I'm saying my, my point in using that example right. is, that, is that there's a clear message being preached and that message is not being conveyed. Well, you know what? You're right. But I started looking at some of the signs and I think I know what's missing from it. Because it says Black Lives Matter. Uh-huh. But there's like no question mark at the end. Ooh. You see what I'm saying? Do black lives matter? Yeah. You, you, you see, you see. Another thing I thought about that phrase it, that would make it better, like your, your idea, do black lives matter, question mark, that would hit the point. Another one is just adding the, the, the comma to, like black lives matter too. Because I think that's the point is like, do black lives matter to you? Yes or no? Yes, I or, agree. Or, or do, they, do they matter to you in addition to everything else that matters? And instead, it's just like Black Lives Matter, and everybody's, you know what? No matter how they phrase it, people are going to argue against it. And I just want to put this on the podcast. Um, as I was waiting for Mike to come, I was looking at uh, some of Facebook video footage. Video footage. Hamilton County, get ready for this. Um, they just got a jailer on video kicking an a inmate in the head who was handcuffed and down. And get this, the jailer who did the kicking was yeah. Caucasian, and the prisoner was Caucasian. Yeah. So this, so this just lets you know this is just not a a color issue with the whole police. I agree. This this is a police issue, and I, I tell you right now, I'm not with defunding the police. I'm with reallocating that money Absolutely. from the police. Absolutely. That's a big difference. Reorganizing. Reorganizing. I'm, I'm down with that, so, too. So I'm going to get there, too. Let me finish up this point. before, Because my brain only does well, so much, you know, at one time. So, all right, Leonard Skinner. Yeah, you look like <laughs> Leonard Skinner right now. But go so, ahead. <laughs> so what I was going to say is, um, like, with this idea of, um, of white people like me speaking into their culture, is um, what I feel for me is that I need to speak to white people because I'm a white dude and I know that a lot of white dudes ain't listening. So I feel like I have a responsibility to speak to those people. And, and, and on the opposite side, there are problems in the white community, there are problems in the black community. And I think that, that I don't have the ability to speak into the black community. And, and when white people do, obviously that ends up being kind of racist. So. I think that what needs to happen is white people need to speak into their communities, black people need to speak into their communities so we can all find unity. Eventually we're able to be to be able to speak to each other as human beings, you know, that's the goal. But I'm afraid we ain't even there yet because no one wants to listen. No one don't. And I applaud these companies what they're doing about giving money to black institutions. But I got one, just one problem with it. Instead of giving it to the institutions, why don't you give it to the community councils of these communities? Because the institutions, they're all going to do the same. They all been the same. And that's where I have an issue with, with some of them. They do. Some of them do great work. Um, some of them don't. But if you give the money to the, to the um, community council who counsels the communities of these minority neighborhoods, 
you'll see that money allocated in the right way. You'll, you'll see things built that's needed instead of giving it to these big institutions that that um yeah. both to cater to minorities and uh i think that'll be something special and what else i wanted to talk about you were ju- i know you were just you were just talking about um police police brutality about about how it was like how there's there's white on black police brutality and there's white on white police brutality there's black on white like that that there's a systemic issue that is not just racism it's brutality yes and um my cousin, he's on the police force. He's a great guy. He is an awesome guy. He's one. I can tell you truthfully, he's one of the good ones. I couldn't be on the police force because I'll probably be like uh, Vic Mackey, <laughs> no, <laughs> or Voight off of Chicago PD. Just being honest, <laughs> I'm just joking. Just joking. Or am I? Just joking. Just joking. Just joking. But um, there is an issue with it, and I think um. And here's the hard part. This this is gonna hurt some people's ears. Not yours, Mike. This is gonna hurt some people's ears. You cannot have people of a different race police people of other races if they are not familiar with the their culture yeah. in any way, shape, or form. They don't have to know the culture. Just from be familiar well, with it. And that, that kind of goes back to what I was saying that, that look, I don't want to be heard the wrong way. I'm not saying that, like, we can't talk black and white right. people. Obviously, we're sitting here doing a podcast and I'm white and you're black. You know, I'm not saying we can't uh, talk to you. Hey, things. hey, I just <laughs> found out on my mom's <laughs> side, I'm half black and half Scottish. Oh, no. So I get be the first black man with a kilt, not a skirt, <laughs> a kilt. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> sake, man. <laughs> No, but what, I'm not saying that we can't talk, but what I'm saying is that, like, we're, there's more power when you're speaking to your own culture. Right. So, so hear me the right way. But but with, with what you're saying, um, I think it's beyond just, you know, white cops in black areas, black cops in white. I think what we have is a systemic problem with the police. And, and look, I'm for the police at the same time. I think we ask police to do things that we shouldn't ask them to do. Amen. Like, like, like why? We put the whole world on their shoulders. Why should... A police officer who's trained to be a policeman, why should we make him a social worker? Why is it that when, when there's a, a call about suicide, we send out a guy with a gun who's trained to do guy with gun stuff? Like, that's not his lane. That's not, I don't think that's fair to the police officer. We ask them to do everything. We ask them to be experts in everything, and then they make mistakes. Well, of course they're going to make mistakes when we ask them to do stuff they're not trained to do. Or if we try to train them to do too many things. So why don't we have the police force like reorganized to where maybe you don't even call it the police force. Maybe there are police policemen in another force, like a community force or whatever, right? That you have police officers within this force, and maybe you have social workers there. And I know that the police force has some of this, mm-hmm. but it needs to get better to where we have the right types of people responding to the right types of calls. I agree. I want to take what you. I want to keep what you said, but I want to do a little twist with it. I think the police. You should be able to call the police. The police come out, depending on the circumstance or the situation. Then the policeman should be able to call out a social worker sure, or, or sure. a psychologist, somebody in that field that can more determine the verdict. Because well, I'm say saying, wouldn't it be nice if they had those people within the force? Yes, that you don't even have to call out to the hospital or to some, some you know organization that like. Hey, John, I need you on this call. And John is a doctor, social worker, psychiatrist, whatever. I, I agree. Well, let me let me agree. Let me take back. Let me walk back a step a little bit. 
I agree what you're saying. That's what I was thinking. That they that these individuals be on the force. Now they probably won't be driving around. They probably be patrolling or or or, or maybe not be at the office. Yeah. Waiting for a call. On call. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. then they can like go where they need to go and get there and and determine if the individual is unstable or if the individual needs to be held overnight because I do believe some individuals that get locked up have a bad night and sometimes when you have a bad night I don't think you need to have a record just because you had a bad sure, night sure. And, and what I mean by a bad night you know your, 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 your mom died your sister just got hit by a truck uh, you know and you just you just wigged out a little bit as long as nobody ain't fatally hurt or severely hurt it or if you or anything they would take you somewhere and let you and, and let's say that like an ideal situation is like all right the, the call comes in this guy's kind of acting irate i'm scared can you send the police sure mm -hmm. and then and then you get an idea all right we got a guy that's just kind of ha having some mental problems right now right having mm -hmm. a bad night whatever it is so maybe instead of sending two police officers you send a police officer right in the car but you send a social worker. The social worker is not in a police uniform. Whatever whatever uniform you want him to wear, he's mm -hmm. not in that intimidating kind of stuff, right? He's not like a guy with a badge and a gun. And he goes in there to defuse the situation and says, hey, man, what's going on? Meanwhile, there's a police officer there with a gun that doesn't necessarily need to be in somebody's face. So, like, you let the expert that, that's like, hey, man, what's going on? Let me help defuse this situation. How can I help you? You know, like a helping, right. a, a helper instead of someone that's just looking to lock you up. Thank and, and, and see, okay. and this stuff, Daydream, is, is systemic, too, because what happens is, because I, I, I served 20 years in the military, right? And, and police is a lot like a military kind of kind of organization. You, know, you have, like, awards. Sometimes I can't give you a raise, but I can give you an award. And those things, like, are something that, that people value, right? Right. So it's not money, but it's, it's like, honor and, and anyway, so you can get an award. You might get an award, or you might get a promotion, based upon the arrests that you make. I have a friend who's in prison, Adrian, and uh, I won't say any names and stuff, but the way it went down is, from his from his perspective, is... Allegedly. Yeah, from his perspective. Yeah, okay. Right, is that that his, um, his girlfriend at the time had like an eight-year-old daughter, mm -hmm. and she claimed that she was raped. Mm. And so the police... Now, now, now hear me. The police... When a police officer puts away a rapist, how does he look? He looks like a hero. He gets a promotion if, if he's eligible, or he gets an award. Good things happen, right, when you put away a rapist. Right. Your, your reputation, at least, jumps. It's a good thing, right? And so what happens is he gets he gets pulled off into this, into this room to interrogate him, kind of see what's going on. And the police officer says this. He says, look, dude, I don't care if you did this or not. The deal is... I got this eight-year-old girl saying you did it. I got the I got this mom saying that you did it. So I've, I've got these witnesses, dude. You're going to jail. You, this is the, people are sympathetic to that. You're you're going to jail, and, and you are you're going to be found guilty in court. That's just the way that it works. So I'll tell you what. Make let's make this thing easy. If you go ahead and sign this confession, then you can have less less time in prison. We'll make a deal with you. So that's what he does. He, he signs his confession. He, he claims he didn't do it. But because he knows he's going to go to jail. See, see what I'm saying? Like, the system is rigged to the point where, like, they want to find guilt because the people that, that are 
that are working in the system, they are rewarded for putting away bad guys, even if it's the wrong bad guy, even if it's all fabricated. So that's that's a, a difficult thing, man. Is that the system's messed up? I agree. I gotta. Um... So instead of, instead of instead of fixing things by by putting people away, I think we need more people that are helpers to go figure out the truth of the situation. In that situation, if they would have dug deeper, what I think, and I might be wrong, I think it's a matter of you got a bad breakup, you got a woman that's trying to be vindictive against this guy, she coaches her daughter to say something, and she says she says it to the police officers, so they put him away and she wins. Like, I got him. And I want to take it a step further because, you know what, I give credit to the Me Too movement, but yeah, something yeah, needs yeah. to be done for these females that claim false sex abuse they need to be put in jail they need to know hey if this fight we find out this is false you get x amount of months x amount of years so tell the truth right now yeah you know that's that's another thing that our society don't look at it just automatically assume oh I, i'm being a i'm being a why because he broke up with you you know that that have to be handled too and what else i wanted to talk to you about was what you said about um, the cop and the social worker coming. You're right, because every time you see a, a cop being called, it's in the mind, somebody's got to go to jail. Yeah, yeah. Somebody got to go to jail. Why do everybody got to go to jail? And then once you get to that point, Daydream, you're thinking about people being guilty just naturally, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, you're going in with this thing, like, I got to arrest somebody. Something's going down. And then, of course, when you come in with that attitude, people ain't going to like that. So when, when people kind of resist what you this predetermined idea that you have, that's when we get violence. And then one thing that, I, that blows my mind, and again, it's not even just black and white. It's just the way that things are. When I was in the military, we had this thing called escalation of, of, of force against our sworn enemies, like people who are against us, people that want to kill us, that we know going into the fight that they are our enemy. Like we know, like in America, in America you're not, people aren't even necessarily your enemy. But like when you go to a place that it's known, you still can't you still can't fire your weapon until you're fired at, or at least until they draw a weapon against you. Like there's an escalation force, and you can't escalate beyond them. So if they if they pull up a pistol, you can't pull up a, you know a, a Mark 19 grenade launcher and blow their house up. <laughs> now sometimes we do that kind of stuff and it's wrong. Sometimes that people break the rules. But like right. say the, what the rules are is that you you can only escalate your force gradually. Like the way they do it, no joke. If a car's coming in your direction, like if you if you're on a, st a checkpoint, right? Right. And that they could have a car bomb to blow up your checkpoint. The first thing you do is you is you tell them to stop, even and you make the signs, if, you know, when they're far enough out that they can see. And if they keep coming, you you fire a warning shot in the air, right? And then you fire at their at their engine block, not at them, at their engine block. And then if they finally get so close that this is this is happening, they're not listening to you. Then you fire through their windshield and you kill them, right? But the point is, it seems like our police force sometimes, at least what we're seeing on, on video and such, is escalation happens so fast. It's like, slow your roll, dude. And I know that your lives are in danger. I get it. But I think that our lives might be in less danger, or not our, but police lives would be in less danger if their culture would change. Because, man, people that are getting arrested, they, they read the news. They're afraid for their lives. Um, I think um, the police training should be like um, one building somewhere where every policeman get hired got to go to for a certain for that training, like in um, Virginia Langley. Yeah, I think it should be like that. I know it'd probably be a little bit expensive, but that way 
their training is is consistent across the board. It ain't like from um, the officer trained down south from the officer trained up north. If it's like straight across the board, they all know the same set yeah. of rules. So it's so it's none of that. Um, like Cincinnati's got a police training, and then yeah. Like so, mate. So are you saying? I'm, I'm just hearing this for the first time, so I'm trying to make sure I'm catching it right. So you're saying that maybe like the police should be a federal force instead of like a city force? Not a federal force, okay. just the training be across the board. Okay. Where would be one place where they go, where all the new candidates go for this academy to get trained, so they I know could, they know the know basic that. rules across the board. They know the basic because it takes them two years to two years in a can um in a police academy anyway so why not treat it like um boot camp yeah that could be a you, you got I, I got the basics across the so, board so i just probably made any of your conservative listeners mad talking about about how i see some systemic problems with the police force let me go ahead and make your liberal listeners mad too <laughs> you know that, that's what i do right um i think to accomplish some of these things we, everybody's talking about defunding the police mm-hmm. i think we actually need to do a little bit of the opposite but I think our funding needs to go to the right places. I think we need to actually put invest more into our police force. Let me tell you what I mean by that. No, don't, don't. No, oh, you're hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think we need more. I don't think we need more bullets and guns. All right, I don't think we need more bulletproof. I don't think we need more warlike stuff. We don't need that. But I think, we, like what I've been talking about earlier, we need to invest in more doctors. We need to invest in more psychiatrists and more social workers. We need to more to invest in more do-gooders that are part of this police force. And, and, and like you say with training, we need to train our police officers better and, and maybe take some of those things off of their plate, like I said earlier, that they shouldn't be responding to every doggone thing. We need to have other people that are specialized for specialized calls. That takes money to accomplish. But our police force, that when they are responding to like violent-type stuff, they need to be experts at that. They need, they need to know exactly what they need to do and be prepared to, to respond in the appropriate ways, and that takes training. And you know what? This is where it gets really controversial. They need to be paid more. Here's why. Do you want some, some idiot that, that, that has no education, that has, that has li- very little training, that all he was was a bully in high school, and he wants to be a tough guy, right? Do you want that guy to be on the police force? No, but you're paying people the kind of money that, th- that, that, like, if you pay people money, then, it's comp- then there's a competition. You have a bigger pool. You have more qualified people. If you don't pay people money, you're going to get the lower end of society doing that. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that No, I get one. it. Go ahead. I mean, I'm going to hear you. Because um, the money, the amount of the money shouldn't um, be the quality of the end, consists of the quality you get from the individual. In a perfect I, world, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said in a perfect world. In a Dude, non-perfect if, world. All right, either. Adrian, how about this? You, you, you're you're going to decide. You have a, you, 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 you got a business. Everybody, what is it? You, everybody. <laughs> got to cut I, them off. Got to cut them off. When, every, when right, I say ahead, something ahead, that ahead, I ahead. disagree with y'all, <laughs> it's just like a spark under your asses in. That's right. Boy, y'all go in on a kill on That's me. Right. Not even let me finish. And y'all right, wonder why ahead, I have to have this Viking mentality towards y'all. <laughs> like, but like I said, I said, I said, y'all. Even my cousin yesterday, I said, I said, I said, normal, softly, just like this. You mm-hmm. try to go in for the kill for me. I'm like this is crazy. well. I, what I'll do is I'll let you go, and then I'll kill you later this time. So oh go ahead. wow! <laughs> my thing is, um, 
I take it like this. It's how you raise too. I'm gonna use this standpoint. You know, you can be you can be raised a certain way. If you raise like how you told me how you raising your kids, and yeah. that's beautiful. At the end of the day, we we was raised two different ways, mm -hmm. but your way, I will admit, is it, it teach more compassion. Where mine's is more of let's just say being aggressive because sure. of how I, yeah, uh, how I how I've been. Now we gonna take those those two things, even though. Yours is compassion. Mine's a little bit aggressive. Those two, our two, our two, um, your son and my son mm -hmm. went for this, went for the same job. That pay shouldn't represent, well, since I'm getting this much, I'm not giving a crap. Ain't that funny in a police robot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm getting paid this much, so I'm going to act like this. I'm only going to get paid this much, so I'm going to act like this. I don't, I don't think oh, that. I agree with that. Uh, I think... If you want to get paid more, here's where it's gonna get controversial. Okay. People, un, people know the term capitalist, but I don't really think they understand what a capitalist is. Conservatives, they seem capitalist, but they're not capitalist. Liberals, they're not as much as a capitalist. Sure, sure. But then again, on the technology side, you see the capitalist way. Yeah. I, if you're making money. If you're making, let's just say you're making minimum wage here, uh -huh. but you got a side hustle, that's not hurting anybody. Yeah. Legal in some states, legal in not other states. Sure. I don't see the problem if you're not hurting people. If you got to make that side hustle to make more money, that's okay. Then you you make you use that side hustle to make more money while you working on a way yeah. to better yourself to, to make more money. Mm -hmm. Coming in the door making more money as as a police officer that's that's not going to change the person i, I, I think, think that's going to bring in more greed i think we actually agree but we're looking at it from two different perspectives you're looking at it from the employee's perspective and i agree with what you're saying there i'm looking at it from the employer's perspective gotcha so okay let's, let's say that i'm a police captain mm -hmm. and i have the ability i'm just going to throw something crazy out there i have the ability to pay a police officer seventy thousand dollars like twice as much as right and so now when I have all these applications coming into me, mm -hmm. now when you're paying seventy thousand dollars, you're going to get some higher quality applicants, some guys that have maybe have criminal justice degrees, maybe you're going to have guys that that have spent four years in the military as a military police officer. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to have guys with a more robust resume, and and some of those and some of those guys that that would have been your police officers, they're not going to get hired. Because you, you hired a higher quality dude. So I'm thinking if you can pay police officers more, you're going to get more high quality applicants to apply for that position. But the, I heard what you said. But Does that I, make sense? Yes. I heard what you said. However, it doesn't still, the high quality still is not going to adjust for their character. They might be high quality, but they might you have a, a point. They might yeah, have a chip yeah, on their yeah. shoulder on something. Yeah, that's true. But I agree with what you say. So let's just meet in the middle. Please, you, I'll, I'll meet in the middle with you. Play the police, pay the, pay the police officers more money coming in the door, but they got to go through a, a extreme psych <laughs> eval. And there's something else I want. I think should be done to police now, officers. Say that again. I think people might have missed that. That's <laughs> what psych pay, eval. Yeah, extreme psych eval. Extreme, not nothing small. 
but an extreme psych eval like coming in the door. Another thing that I think needs to be done is mock situations for officers that's patrolling. Mock situations. Like, they don't know they're going to a mock situation to see how they handle it. Nice. I think that'll help fine-tune fine them, because then they'll never know if it's, like, is this real or not, so they... So they wouldn't have that that mentality. <laughs> the bad thing, you know what happened, Adrian? Of uh, uh, they, they go to a checking the trunk. They go to a, <laughs> they go to a mock situation, right? And, mm-hmm. and like, like where they don't know that it's training and end up killing somebody. That's what. <laughs> hey, they'll learn a lesson. Oh my god! You know? <laughs> Hard lesson learned, but, but they'll learn. Hey, who's, who's volunteering to be the role player? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh-uh. Yeah, so you're role play. So what I need you to do, what I need you to do, Dave, and we're going to do this police training, right? And what I want you to do, I want you to um, have a squirt gun with you, and I want you to be outside playing with your kids in the neighborhood. And then there's a there's a police call comes in. You got a squirt gun. We just want to see how we just want to see how the police are going to react. They're going to be like, no freaking way. (laughs) But see, but that's because they why you why why would they be scared to do it? Because they know. They know what? <laughs> they know the, about the brutality. They know, they know the violence. There you go. That's how you, that's how you, that's another way. You can add that into the money. More money, that psyche valve. You know. We got it covered. We I, solved it just now. Another thing with this, Damien, <laughs> that, that scares me to death. What? All right, you know how we have the, um, like with all these things that we're seeing, we see the cell phones, right? Where, where people are, are recording, you know, mm-hmm. stuff happening with, with police officers. And in the police officers, they have their own, like, they're, like some of them are wearing cameras now, which I think is a great idea. Have you seen some of these, the deep fake technology? I know you're in a tech. Mm-hmm. And I've I also did. seen, like, the AI voices. Like, no joke, this one, I was listening to YouTube, this one, this one uh, guy, it's called, like, Speech Synthesis or something. He's, he's got this thing where he's got Donald Trump and, and AOC sound like they're, 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 they're not singing, but, like, saying the words like a whole new world by from Aladdin you mm-hmm. know and like and you know I can show you the world shining shimmering splendid you hear Donald Trump say Donald Trump didn't say these words but they're so good now with technology that you can they can just type something in and make it sound almost just like the person that they're trying to you know as long as they have have ran through the models correctly it sounds like AOC and Donald Trump are having a conversation when they're not so they had that technology. They had the deep fake technology where you can basically put someone's face on someone else's body and, and rock with it. You combine those things, dude, and you can make a video of whatever you want. I know that's, I know that's, that's scary. That, that is real scary. Because you, you can do that on both sides. On one side, you can make, you can make a video where it looks like um, a, a cop is killing a black man. On the other side, the police can come out and say, no, this is what happened. They can come out with a doctor video that tells another story. I mean, it's scary now, man. It is, unless you unless you um able to have a multi multi to a witnesses there. Yep. I, and I who, agree. And then the question will be, well, who doctored the video? So what happens in the future when when video is no longer admissible in court because you can't trust it? That's going to be a dark day. That's going to be when a dark both sides day. have their footage that tell different stories. One of them's doctored, one of them's not. What are you going to do? Yeah, I, 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 technology is fun and awesome, but it's also worrisome. Hey, I want to try to change the subject. Oh, I'm going to change the subject no, real yeah. quick. I want to ask you something. What do you think was going on in Hong Kong, man? How, you know, how China just boasted away to what? Like, 
20 some more years to take over and they just said you know the u.s got their problem we're just gonna go ahead and we we, we claiming it we claiming it back now they just came in like some gangsters and yeah <laughs> and I, took I, it don't, back. I don't know as much about that situation as i do some of the stuff in the united states i should since i teach chinese kids but what i what i can say is i do see a similarity with like black lives matters movements and 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 these these people rising up in hong kong um, people are wanting their freedom, man. They're, they're wanting their voices to matter, and, they, and they're and they're rising up. And that's not just a thing in America. That's 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 a kind of thing we're hearing across the world. Marginalized people are sick of it, and they I, should be. And you know what? I'm I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna get some flack on it. I'm gonna I'm not gonna miss Aunt your Mama face, but I am gonna miss Uncle Ben. <laughs> I'm gonna miss Uncle Ben's face. Uncle Ben, I'm like, oh look at Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben was okay. Did I you, understand, dude? Did you see the? Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, I saw the, the like. I'm not sure if they did, but you know the Land of Lakes butter that had that had like a Native American on the thing. Well, I'm not sure if they actually did this, but I saw a thing on Facebook. So you, you never know what's true there, right? Where they had um, the that face removed, and it still has like the land. Uh-huh. And the, 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 the meme said something to the effect of like. Oh, I see how it is. Land Lakes is doing just like white people do to to Native Americans. They 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 remove the uh, the Native American, but they keep their land. I'm oh like, no! Oh man! One of my buddies, the funniest thing I seen was um the Aunt your Mama face was taken off, and Samuel Samuel Jackson was on there, and he was like F and syrup, <laughs> mother mother F and syrup. That was the best. That was the best. That's crazy, man. <laughs> you know, it's but, funny. We're talking about, about, about Hong Kong and, like, taking faces mm-hmm. off of things. It just reminds me. You know, I teach Chinese kids early in the morning every day. Uh, if you don't, if, for your listeners, what I, what I do for a living, I have two jobs. One is I work for a church. Any a Chinese warlord, but anyway. Pretty much. <laughs> no, I, 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 te- I teach, early in the morning, I teach Chinese kids um, English, you know, one-on-one tutoring. So, you know, obviously, I do it online, and they're in Beijing and such, and I'm obviously here in Ohio. So... What's funny is, is when I teach these kids, I mean, one thing that we have that's a blessing, really, that, that ends up being trouble, but it's a blessing at the same time, is that we have such a diverse culture here. I mean, right. you know, every people are from all, all over the place. Like, even when you look at a white dude, you know, I am a mixture of culture. I have English, and I have German, and I have Irish, and I have Italian, and I have a little bit of Native American, I have a little bit of everything, you know, like... I'm, I'm a mixture of, of cultures, and, and so are you. And, and, and that's an interesting thing about where we live. Amen. Now, in China, they don't have as much of that. So when I, I try to explain, they're like, why are people tearing down statues? And like, they're like, why is this? I get to have really interesting conversations with these kids. And what's, what's funny to me, not funny, but interesting to me, is, is things that we just see every day, they're just amazed that it happens. Like the fact that um, that people are, we, me and Deidre have our masks sitting here, and, you know, people are um, in China. They're like, "Why won't you people wear masks?" <laughs> they, they, they cannot fathom why anyone would not want to. And I try to explain it in the concept of freedom. And like, as I'm teaching vocabulary words, you're like, "Teacher Michael, what does freedom mean?" And like, trying to explain Whoa. that. Yeah. Whoa. Yes. He asked you, "What is freedom?" What is freedom? What? Wow. And like trying to explain that. It's like, well, it's like in America, we value being able to do what you want to do, being able to pursue your dreams. We, we value these things. 
And they're like, you do what? Man. They're like, so, but why won't you put on a mask? You know, it's, it's like, well, some people want to have the freedom to do what they want to do. You know, they, they don't want to be told what to do. Like, they don't want to be told. When, when, the, when the government tells you to do something, you just do it. What's so hard about that? It's just so interesting to me to see the differences of, of our culture. And, and that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Should we get him? <laughs> no, I'd say we let him be. He's probably just trying to get some food. We got, um, we got, we, what's funny is we've had two police officers drive by as we've been talking about police. <laughs> yeah, one from Glendale and the other one is from yeah. that wood line. And that's the other thing I wanted to talk to you about, the um, statues. Yeah. All right. I listened to James E. Cornette. And You're he, not going to believe what I think about this. And James E. Cornette is a wrestling legend. He's a Democrat, but he's a, he's not a all left Democrat. He will get in the Democrats, the the flip what he called the flip flopper Democrats, mm -hmm. and um and and put pretty much put it like that. He made the best example of what I can ever say about it. We the only nation that got statues and monuments named after people we beat. Yeah. The only place. Yeah. The only place. So when these so when these statues start coming down, yeah, it's coming down because of um uh, racial um the the uh, race the um what's the words the the racial inequality yeah. under yeah. these individuals. I understand that. But this should have been done a long time ago. That's like us having a, a base over in New York called Saddam Hussein. Yeah. Come on. Well, let me. I, I'm, I'm, hold on. I'm, I'm serious. Think about that. Saddam Hussein, or over in Israel, they having a um, or um, over in Israel, they just, they just somebody pull up a um, a statue of Hitler. Come on. Yeah, let's yeah. let's just be let's just be fully honest. We got we got statues of people who committed treason, treason. And y'all want to keep and You're the right. um Confederate flag. It's a flag of treason, and people want to say that's heritage. That's not heritage. That's a flag of treason. That was a flag to try to up, try to rebel against our country. And that was a five-year deal. Like you know, I saw a, I saw a meme on Facebook that cracked me up about this. They're talking about Outcast, the, the, the mm -hmm. band, like <laughs> the group. Think about this: Outcast over 14 years, they got like what six albums. They got a bunch of Grammys. They got all these awards. Like over 14 years, and the Confederate. You know, the Confederacy in general lasted five years, and they basically lost a war and were responsible for hundreds of thousands of people dying because of a bloody war. Outcast has a better legacy than the Confederacy. So, like, come on, dude. And <laughs> in American mean, history, you know what I'm saying? They have a, a, a rap group has got more positive, you know, heritage than the entire Confederacy. So I don't want to hear that. You know, that. And, and another thing, too... After the war was over, was most or some of the people got they all their property back. Come on. Well, I, I got Come I got to take a I, I got an interesting. And if you, and, and I'm sorry if you can, no, you're if good, you you're that Confederate flag if you waving that Confederate flag in the north, <laughs> in the north, you you dumb. I'm just gonna say it, you dumb. Well, what, what are you Why are you? You waving a flag that literally got beaten by the people who beat you. 
and you want to try to say it's still standing. No, that's treason. Well, treason and, and is punishable a, by death. And pick a flag. Yes. Because, I mean, how are you, you going to fly the American flag and the flag of the people who literally fought a war against America? How are you going to claim that you're both? Thank you. I don't get it. And this is, and, and as you can tell, how why I'm I'm talking about this issue with the with the Confederate flag. I said nothing about slavery. Hint, I ain't, I said not, one thing about slavery. If you're a patriot, then you don't wave that flag. If you're a patriot of the United States, if you're not a patriot of the United States, then you wave that flag. Prove me wrong. And, and I hear I hear white people arguing. Well, it's part of my heritage, my family. I'm like, okay, okay, I got it. It's part of who uh, of your heritage, part of where you came from. My great 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 grandfather died from that war. Great, I understand. I hear you. But here's the thing: you're going to choose the darkest five year span of your heritage and be proud of that. Like the thousands of years that your families have have you know come from all these different places in Europe and whatever. You're going to choose that five-year span where you rose up against the nation that you claim that you love, and the, and that and you and you fought a war that killed hundreds of thousands of people, and, Whoa. and for what? Hundreds of thousands of your brethren. Yeah. So and that and that's the part of history that you want to wave, like that. That's the one. Like I would I would rather you 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 fly in front of your house an Italian or an Irish flag because of that part of your heritage than a Confederate flag like. Really, I, I, I just I really and I think people don't think about it that way. And I'm I'm putting another note up in there. This fight it was over taxes and slavery, and you want to fight it's against right. the same nation, the same nation that fought England over taxes <laughs> and feeling like they enslaved, yeah. <laughs> Come on, that's what, what's the that's irony yeah, no, no, yeah. at its finest, at its finest. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and what was the other thing you were just you were just mentioning? Um, How USPS better than FedEx ground, Mike? Why you say that? <laughs> we, we got a big old FedEx van in front of us. I don't know. You know I'm with my postal workers all day, twenty four seven, carrying that glorified hot sauce for the doggies. Y'all know what I mean. <laughs> Oh man, I lost my after that joke. I lost my train of thought completely. I'm sorry about that. No, um, so I was, I was talking about the about um, Confederate flag. Oh, the statues. Yeah. So I got I got a I got a controversial view because I always do. That's how I am, right? Um, I always have those views that make everybody mad. There's two things about history that we need to remember about these statues, and I think one of them people forget. One of them is that what these people did. We need to remember these people. Because some of these people did some terrible things. And we need to not celebrate, but remember. But the second thing we need to remember is the reasons why they were put up. Now, Daydream, a lot of people don't know when these statues were put up. Aha! Yeah, that they, wasn't too long ago. They weren't put up in the 1860s and 1870s and 1880s. Like when Black Wall Street was was burned down, mm -hmm. about that time some of these things came up. That was so, 1921. Yeah, yeah. And, and then and then like when Jim Crow, like when all, and Martin Luther King, when 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 the civil rights movements were happening, then statues were put up. Then they were a lot of these statues were put up to make a statement against black people. Say like you know what, this is what happened last time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the reason why I mentioned that 
And th now this this is controversial, but hear me. We need to remember that that happened because what I just said I didn't know that until I studied it. So what I so what I would propose if I got to be the czar of the United States and I got to just make things happen however I wanted it, I would keep the statues, but I would allow vandalism on the statues. Like if you want to express your anger to it, you can. And two, I, I would I would make it mandatory that every Confederate statue has to have a plaque on it saying um, who that person was, what they actually did to include the slave owning, the, 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 you know what I'm saying, like all the negative things to tell who that person is and what they did and then also explain when that statue was, re was erected and why. <clears throat> I agree with that, but I say put it still in the museum, all of that but in the museum. And I could, I could go with that too. Because, um, God, now I lost my, my, train of, my train of thought. Well, I mean, but the bottom line is, I understand white people saying that that you know we don't want to lose our history. I agree, but what I disagree with is what their perspective is on the history. They're saying we don't want to forget to celebrate these people, and I say no. Remember, but it's not a celebration. Now I want to. Um, not I'm not changing courses, but I want to say this, and this is to black people. At the march, there was so many rainbow of colors, but mostly our white brother and sisters marching down there for us. So whenever you get in that moment, black folks, oh, this is just the man holding us down, and you wanna you wanna claim all white people as the man, you better remember this day in time. Because I'ma tell you, it was more white people than black people than in those streets. And if you wasn't down there marching, then that's on you. That's on you. You remember that. You remember that. It was more of the other color marching for us, saying, "Hey, it was wrong." You remember that. I'm always kicking both ways of the spectrum. Always. And that goes back to what, what, one of the things we started with is, as Daydreams encouraging black people. Yeah. I had the same thought with white people. Keep doing that. Keep keep supporting people because the reason why is the message that is that that needs to be put out there is that black people matter and that we need to stop killing people and that we need to change the police force. And I think we need to change it in positive ways. But bottom line is there's change needs to come. And 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 I think that that white people need to hear that message. And if you're not going to hear it from black people, then hear it from me. <laughs> that that we need to rethink the way we're doing things because it's not working. Now, Mike, here we go. This is going to be a tough question. I hope I ain't putting you in the spot. Dude, I ain't scared. It's all good. Do you think everything that's happening right now biblical? Man, that's a tough one. <laughs> that's, that's a good question. I ain't scared, but it's a good question. I mean, I'm looking at everything that's happening with... um. The president's current actions, not mm -hmm. his past actions, his current actions to the stock market, to how many black people have been killed by the police, but this one particular moment sets off a global thing. Yeah. Looking at that, all yeah. the way to the sandstorm. The sandstorm. It's oh. crazy. I, I, to be honest, In the I, I know I'm a know it all, but I don't know. And the reason why I say I don't know is. Damn it, John, where I, you I've at? Stud, yeah, <laughs> I've studied Revelation, and, um, and it's, look, I, I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to flex, but I even have a master's degree in theology. 
but as the more I've studied, the more confused I am about Revelation. Some of it might be things, it, it might, the whole thing might be something that, that was talking about current day Rome, Rome when it was written. Mm -hmm. and, and, or, or maybe the, the near future of Rome when that was written. A lot of these things may have been fulfilled 2,000 years ago, but maybe not. And often Jewish, which is this was the style, it was like, it was like Jewish uh, apocalyptic literature, Sometimes it applies to the past, the present, and the future. So some of these things, it's hard to say there's so much going on and it's so metaphoric. So I'm not going to say that any interpretation is wrong because it's hard to say. Um, but for me, uh, there are some things that I, I see like, you know, there's a, the plagues are mentioned. Well, right now, <laughs> we're, I mean, we have like this worldwide plague. Yes. You know, and, and, and the idea of... Um, of war, well, we have we 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 have been constantly in, involved in war, so like a lot of these things could be very end timeish, but it might not be. One thing that I, I think is funny that people don't think about. God, dog it. How about this one, Daydream? Uh, the in Revelation it talks about the mark of the beast, mm -hmm. and they say that they were weird in their foreheads, and it talks in that same scripture about how it's about profit and about war. So mm -hmm. there's like money and war involved with this with this beast. <laughs> uh oh what are people that are in America the people that are the most pro-war and are most concerned about greed and making money what do they wear in their heads I don't know they wear a red hat that says make America great again I have wondered and this is, could be a very bad interpretation I have wondered is that the beast is that a mark of the beast that's crazy, right? I don't know. But that's just something that when I was reading the Revelation uh, last year, I had that thought like, oh, snap, what is this? I wouldn't say that was the mark of the beast, but wow. They will wear it on their heads, around their, on their foreheads. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that. Was, you know what? I look at President Trump as Saul, as um, King Saul for David. I'm gonna, while you're talking, I'm going to look this up. So keep uh, going. Okay. And, um, and how he, how God pronounced him over with evil because of of his doings, how, how he was doing things. I'm gonna say President Trump, he has every chance in the world to do the right things, but he yeah. just don't do them fully. He really baffles. He really baffles my mind. He really do. He'll he'll say this, and then he'll turn around and do um, something that should have been done by every president in the past, like. Given about the um, making known the prices for being in the hospital, mm -hmm. he'll he'll say this, and then he'll turn around and say, "Hey, another a second stimulus. I won't give everybody a second stimulus check, but I'm asking for, wait for it, more than what the Democrats are asking for. So he want to give more money out. I'm like, that's not too conservative. He's he's he's." He's really baffled my mind, but I look at him as Saul, and I'm not saying Joe is, but he's a Saul, and we have a David coming. We might. We have. We Dude, have. you got to hear this. Okay, here we go. It's Revelation chapter 13, right? <laughs> Just this is crazy. All right, and, uh, and to the dragon it gave his power and his uh, his throne and great authority. One of its heads seemed to have a mortal wound, but its mortal wound was healed, 
the whole earth marveled as they followed the beast. Hold up. Mike. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay. And they worshipped the dragon, for he had given his authority to the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast and who can fight against it? Now listen. And the beast was given a mouth, uttering haughty and blasphemous words. I'm not making this up. And it was allowed to exercise its authority for 42 months. Um, it opened its mouth to utter blasphemies against God, blaspheming his name and his dwelling. And, and, and that is who, is who will dwell in heaven. Like, I don't know, things like grabbing by the you-know-what. You know what I'm saying? There's some things that are... Anyway. And authority was given it over every tribe and people and language and nation. And all who dwell on earth will worship it. And everyone whose name has not been written before the foundation of the world was in the book of life. And lamb who was slain. Anyone who has an ear, let him hear. Uh, and it basically says that you shouldn't follow this guy. And so, I mean, like, <laughs> whoa. What's you know? 42 months? What's that, two years? That's no, three years, three or four years. It's almost four. four. Where are we at right now? Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yep. And this is, um, what's this? Um, Revelation 13. Revelation 13. So this is the uh, New Testament. And is this King James NIV? This one was the the ESV, the uh, yeah. English Standard Version. Okay. Wow. Run that by one more time. Read that one more time. Listen, listeners, listen to this. All right, let me let me move back up. Um, and they worshipped the dragon, for he had he had given his authority to the beast. So the dragon could be like the United States, who gives the beast authority, right? So we worship our nation, that's for sure. Um, and he had given his authority to the beast, and they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast, and who can fight against it? And the beast was given, who, who can beat Trump? Who can fight against it? Um, and the beast was given a mouth, uttering haughty and blasphemous words, and it was allowed to exercise authority for 42 months. It opened its mouth to utter blasphemies against God, blaspheming his name and his dwelling, that is, uh, those who dwell in heaven, also, it was allowed to make war on the saints to conquer them, and authority was given it over every tribe and every and people and language and nation. So, like, we're talking warrior stuff, too. Um, uh, and it will dwell on the earth. All who dwell on the earth will worship it. Everyone whose name has not been written before the foundation of the world uh, in the book of life of, of the Lamb who was slain, if anyone has an, an ear, let him hear. And, and, and guys, read this. This chapter 13, it, it continues to talk more about the beast. Jesus Christ. You know. What a, what a way. All right. Well, that's now that's how you end a podcast right there. <laughs> wow. He, 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 he saved that. He saved that for last. That's that Aries coming out. That <laughs> Aries saved plotting and subconsciously plotting, waiting to throw that last curveball. But that's it. Um, talking with Mike here, and that's the end of the episode. I know I, you know me, me and my um, Obama talking. Yeah, you know I, I, I gotta get my thoughts be going so quick. I learned that I better slow it down and catch up with my thoughts because if I don't, I sound like this, and then everybody be like, "You talking too fast," and that's what the problem I have. So that's why I'm like this. I pause and I stop so you can understand what I'm saying. Where it don't sound like this mumble rap crap that's going on <laughs> right now. I told my son today, rap right now sounds like whales, like whales on the microphone. I heard a better album from Pootie Tang than these rappers now. <laughs> but this is me signing out for Me Juice Podcast. Take care, much love.
Woo!